Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. And I'm Josh. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Getaway Car. Hello. <laughs> that was good. I actually wondered last time. I was like, we just sort of started talking, and then eventually Josh joined in. I was like, I feel like Josh should also say hi. <laughs> yeah, know he's here. Gonna... But oh, anyway, sure. sorry, go ahead. So today, our next adventure, we're heading to the North Pole. Yeah. We actually headed south to the North Pole. Yes. So full disclaimer, we're not going to the geographic North Pole because that is much, much farther away and also not on land and we don't have a boat. And we are not qualified to make that kind of trip. Yes. All of those things. For all of those reasons, we will not be going to the geographic North Pole. Speak for yourself. Yeah, Josh is fully, fully prepared. Fully qualified. He goes there once a year. I'm basically bare He's actually Santa Claus. Who that? In training. That's why he's growing his beard. Yes. Oh. Anyway, so we woke up at our Airbnb. We had hot breakfast. We had bacon and muffins and home fries and other delicious things. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the North Pole. This is so, the place where if you write a letter to Santa at the North Pole, this is where your letter ends up. Yeah. Just going to say shout out to Charles and his Airbnb. That was awesome. And Charles was a super nice guy. Yeah, Thanks, Charles. He was fantastic. And the Airbnb is lovely. Yeah. I think he was an engineer in the area, a researcher or something. I remember talking to him for a while about that. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, we really enjoyed our stay. So we were sad to leave our cozy little cabin. Yes. Um, but eventually. So we got to the North Pole. Main attractions of the North Pole, they have this huge Santa statue outside. Mm-hmm. So we obviously like took some pictures. They have like a sleigh out front you can pose in. They also have the the Antler Academy of Flying and Reindeer Games. Yeah. So you know it's official. And you get to meet all the reindeer. You do. Um, so we met two reindeer named uh, Jeremy and Lewis. Um, I believe they're on the backup roster for the official Santa training team. Yeah. Um, and so eventually once they're fully trained that way, if any of the main reindeer needs like a day off or, you know, is not feeling well on Christmas, then they can step in. Yeah. Gotta have a fully stacked sled. Right. Yeah. I also just thought about the fact that they can fly. Of course they, they can fly. They're reindeer. They were caged in and they didn't have anything over their heads so they can leave. Okay, they're in so. training. Well, the pens are to keep them safe from other things. You're right. Not to keep them contained. They're not keeping them captive. Carnivorous moose. Carnivorous <laughs> moose. Or, you know, bears. <laughs> Since Alaska has them. It's like gangs of caribou fighting moose. <laughs> it's like moose West Side Story. Right? <laughs> Just snapping as they're walking down the fucking one road in Alaska. Clicking their antlers together aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for Beautiful. that image, everyone. There Coming soon to Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe not Broadway. We might not get that far. Off Broadway. Off Broadway. Moose Wars. Moose Wars. By Katie, Beanie, and Josh. <laughs> you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. So after we met our, our reindeer, our future Broadway stars, yes. we went into the Santa Claus house, which is not exactly like what it sounds like, but not it is house. packed to the brim full of Christmas things. Yes. It's um, like Christmas exploded in there. There's ornaments. There's all kinds of decorations. Like every household item you can think of, but Christmasified. 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 That's a good word. <laughs> Um, your mom would go crazy in this story. Yeah, she yes. would. Like, she we... is the queen of Christmas. Her house is everything Christmas themed. Like absolutely every piece of decor you can imagine. Like it's just beautifully decorated for Christmas around any time around the holiday season, and it's just amazing. Yeah. So she would lose her mind in this store. So we went into this store expecting to just do like a quick little run through and buy a souvenir and then like head back out. And then it ended up being much more involved than we thought it was. Yeah, it was quite so we were there for a while. Actually. So we were there. We were. 
kind of like split off into four different directions and we all just kind of went and looked at whatever caught our fancy. Perused. Um, perused, yeah. And like picked out various things that we wanted to buy. And then the power went out. Yeah, which I had forgotten about until we started talking about it. I forgot that the power went out, but yeah, like, yeah, midway through shopping, everything just turned off and we were like, So okay. we were kind of stuck there for a bit and the staff was very chill about it. They were just like, oh yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah, it's... it must happen all the time because they immediately were like, oh, we can still check people out. We have a, an alternate system that we can use, blah, 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 but the doors wouldn't open. Right. Mm. And so like, like the it's... registers were down, so like you couldn't use a credit card. If you wanted right. to check out, you had to use cash. Right. I imagine it does happen often enough that they have systems in place, but the point was we couldn't leave, so we just ended yeah. up... So we were just like, fair, okay. You can get out of those doors. Well, yeah, but yeah. like we still had things to buy, so we just decided to kind of wait it out. We yeah. weren't like trapped um, in there or anything. Well, and it wasn't very long. It came back on. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. 15 minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say 15 minutes, maybe half an hour that it was out while we were there. But yeah. we were browsing for most of that. There was like one little kid there with his mom, and he was a little freaked out when the power went out. But then like Santa is there. You can visit Santa year round at mm -hmm. the North Pole. So he lives there. It was an um, excellent distraction. Right. So Santa came out and like hung out with this little kid, and like they, it was a really cute interaction. The staff were very very good. Yeah. They were like walking around, helping people, talking to everyone. Yeah. So then the power came back on and we all bought our mountains of things that we bought because, <laughs> you know, we were stuck there. So we just kept browsing and yeah. kept putting things in our stack. The more you look, the more you're like, oh, well, I guess I could get that too. Like, I really wonder if that's like, if that's like a thing. If they're like, <laughs> hmm, we have customers in the store. Let's kill the power so they'll be stuck here and then they'll buy more stuff. It would be very funny if that was actually just like a trick they did. I mean, if, if it is, it worked very well because we bought a lot of stuff. Props to the marketing team who came up with that one. <laughs> right? Excellent work. It's just in danger our customers to sell them stuff. Regardless of what the approach was, we were there for a bit. We bought all our stuff. We got lots of good stuff. Um, we recommend it as a stop. I mean, yeah. tell Jeremy and Louis we said hi. Yeah, yes. that's true. And then we went to Wendy's because we wanted another like chance at hot lunch before we you know, trekked off into the wilderness again. So we got our hot lunch, hit the road, and we found the Trans-Alaska Pipeline. Yeah, which we were not expecting. Yeah. I think we all assumed that it would be underground. So, like, we knew it was in this I area. I definitely assumed it was underground. Yeah, it's not. so then we, like, came across it, and we were like, oh, my God, you can see it for miles. Yeah, so it's it's above ground. It's this huge diameter pipe that's suspended in these, like, brackets above the ground, and it runs zigzagging down the mountain through the valley, and then I, I think it goes under the road. I think it must at some point, yeah. But so much and then of it, it was above goes, ground, which I didn't realize. Right. Which makes perfect sense. Because right. I imagine it's way easier for them to maintain it if it's above ground because I'm sure all the ground freezes and stuff, so they wouldn't want it underground. But I'd never thought about it before. I was like, yeah. it would just be underground because it's a pipeline. Yeah, but it was just very strange to see. And it's like built in these like zigzags back and forth instead of just being like one straight pipeline. Mm -hmm. And I guess they do it that way so that it can expand and contract with the temperature changes so right. the pipes don't break, which makes sense if you think about it. But like I had never thought about it before. Mm -hmm. yeah. So... I don't spend a lot of time thinking about like engineering and pipelines, to be honest. And then Josh has some facts about the Trans-Alaska Pipeline, but oh, they're yeah. like real facts, not false facts. Real facts with Josh. I'll probably throw a false one in there, so keep your head <laughs> on a swivel, all right? This is from this is from Wikipedia, though. Okay. So the Trans-Alaska Pipeline system, or TAPS, as an oil oh, transportation <laughs> an, an oil transportation system spanning Alaska, including the Trans-Alaska Crude Oil Pipeline, eleven pump stations, and several hundred miles of feeder pipes. It's forty-eight inches in diameter. It's 800.3 miles, maximum output of 2.136 million barrels per day. Per day? I have no idea if it's day, but it says D. I wow. assume it's barrels per day. Jeez. That is a lot of barrels. That's a lot more barrels than I thought it was. I right. could be completely so wrong. Barrels. Maybe it's per decade. Per decade? Per decade? Per it seems like D. a very That's large, a large time, time increment. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
we'll file that under potentially false facts. <laughs> yeah, the, no, the pipeline has been shown capable of delivering over 2 million barrels of oil per day. It's not saying that it does, but it's capable of. Wow. 2 million per day. usually insane. operates now at a fraction of the maximum capacity. Um, anyway. The pipeline is owned by Alyeska Pipeline Service Company. We did see that sign there, and we thought Alyeska was very funny. Oh, yeah. Right. A L Y E S K A. Yeah, we said that a lot for the entire day. Yeah, it was kind of we were, we were probably pretty obnoxious to everybody but us. But well, there weren't any other people around, so it was it's true. true. The moose were the, pissed. The four of us in the car <laughs> pissing off the moose. Yep. So yeah, so we saw the pipeline. That was like just one of the random things that we stopped and like took pictures of because most of the day was just driving. But it was just really, really beautiful driving. Like all of Alaska is just so gorgeous. Yeah. So we started out and it was warm and sunny and we're wandering around stopping and taking pictures of things and we're all in our t-shirts. And then like you can yeah, see... photos of like beautiful mountain, like everything looks like a postcard. I know we keep saying that, but it's just like no. beautiful mountain ranges in every direction. It's stunning. Yeah. To the point where everything's so beautiful you almost get jaded to it at some point. You're just like, oh look, another beautiful mountain range. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, another great, nice... another beautiful, stunning view. A babbling brook. A waterfall. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it wasn't even like there were a lot of attractions to see necessarily. It was just beautiful like overlooks and, you know, a random bridge in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then we stopped at like a riverbank at one point and took pictures along the river. We and... turned everything into a photo opportunity because everything yeah. was so everything beautiful that we were like, why not? Right. You know? Everything there is a photo opportunity. It's yeah. gorgeous. Exactly. It's, just, it's, it's immense. It's beautiful. It's just... There's no bad pictures of it, really. Right. <laughs> no. And this day was one of the days that we didn't really have a lot planned. It was mostly just a travel day from one town to the other. So we knew we had time to kind of do whatever we wanted yeah. and take our time take the day as it came pull yeah. over whenever we saw something interesting and yeah. i mean you can like every stop was interesting it's not like well we're stopping to stretch it's like we're going to stop and wander around because yeah. everything's so pretty yeah. yeah exactly and then like as we're going through i don't know if it was like the elevation change or just like you know the areas that we happened to be driving through but like the temperature dropped significantly yeah like by the end of the day in the photos you can see not just me in my big puffy coat everybody's in their big yeah. puffy coat <laughs> Um, we all got on board with the puffy winter just, coats yep. by the end of the day. We just did that to make you feel better. We all just trusted. Like, <laughs> Solidarity. Oh, that's Katie's really cute. <laughs> Don't lie, you were cold. Uh, <laughs> Josh is like, I'm boiling, but I'm doing this for my wife. Yeah. But yeah, so like in, in a lot, like this was one of the sections that we got into that was like everything was still snow covered and there was ice everywhere and it was very, very cold. But we still like got out and had little mini adventures right from the car. And, oh yeah, worth um, it for the views and the photos. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It was just really like everything you you look at is just so pretty and it's just so different from what we're used to where we're from so yeah i remember when you said you wanted to go to Alaska. obviously we've wanted to go to alaska for a while because it's on our list and whatever but i also was like kind of worried because i was like i hate being cold you hate being cold i was like what if we get there and it's just cold and miserable That's and why I, think, I packed my big puffy well, coat and i think a lot of people's perception of alaska is that it's freezing cold and snowing all the time yeah. like that's just how people think of it and it's not the case they have a, a pretty broad range of temperatures yeah certainly not always snowing absolutely worth going we loved it even though we don't like being cold if you just bring a good winter jacket you'll be absolutely fine yeah at least if you go in may yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so right. I'm not, who knows the middle of march or january or yeah but like i never would have expected to be in alaska at any time of year in a t-shirt and i was yeah that's so fair. like it was it was a surprise to me a pleasant surprise yeah this this whole day was just making stuff up as we went along and just driving. We ended up stopping for the night in Glen Allen, which is one of the bigger towns in Alaska. It's still very small relative to everything the else. The cities we're used to. But we, yeah, we didn't have anything planned in Glen Allen. We just found an Airbnb that was approximately kind of central to the things that we wanted to be doing over the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. And so we stopped there. 
and we had a couple nights there. So we were able to actually unpack and settle in. And Was this the Airbnb where we found an air horn in the cabinet? Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> Do I don't you want to they... tell them what you did with the air horn, Josh? Oh, I don't even think anybody <laughs> knew that there was an air horn. I think that I just found it and was like, ooh. And... What is this, he says. <laughs> well, I knew what it was. I just didn't know how. I've never used an air horn before. I didn't know how loud they were. So, yeah, I just gave it a little... Inside the house. In the house. Scared the living daylights out of everyone in the house. Well, it's also loud as fuck and it hurts your ears. Like, it's physically supposed to be. It's your an air ears. It's supposed to, like, chase bears away. <laughs> Is it a bear horn? <laughs> an air bear horn. A bear air horn. Yes. It's a bear. B-A-I-R. B-A-I-R. A bear horn. <laughs> yeah, so everybody's a little pissed about that. Yeah, so, so Josh gotta, figured out that Jesus, air horns are loud. Fuck, Josh? <laughs> Yeah, it scared everybody yep. half to death. It was, yeah. Scared me. I'm the one who pushed the button. Hilarious, actually. <laughs> in the moment, we were very annoyed, but it's everybody very was, funny looking back. Right. Everybody was very unhappy. Yeah. I remember the look on your faces. It was so was loud. A... So loud. And the look of surprise on your face that you were like, huh, everyone's allowed. Who knew? I knew they'd be loud, but not like painfully loud. But yeah, it hurts. Do yeah. not recommend. Yeah. But yeah, so that will forever be there. The air horn, the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, air horn BNB. Yeah. <laughs> I see people who use the freaking like like the videos of people who try to scare people with air horns. It's like you're gonna burst someone's eardrum. Like their ears gonna be bleeding afterward because they yeah. go up and it's like, Meh, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. Come, if you like, did it close enough, you absolutely could. Yeah. Yeah. But so this Airbnb uh, was not quite as cute as our first one, uh, but it was bigger. Which was nice. Yeah, more. We had a little Stop more space to spread out. out. It had running water. It had running water, which was indoor showers so amazing for the first time in days. <laughs> yeah, like hot indoor showers. Yes. Um. So we all showered and took advantage of that, which was great. So we basically just got in for the night. We made dinner. We unpacked. We you know organized everything and kind of planned out the next day. We uploaded all our photos and updated our journals and stuff because we try yes. and stay on top of that as we go. Which um, is good because that's always what we reference when we go back to these episodes. Right. It's good to have documentation of what you're doing. And then the only problem with this Airbnb is on the second floor where the beds are, where we're sleeping for the night, they have this like octagon window over the beds. Yeah, there's and a big, beautiful window. Like, And I can't remember if there was no shade or if the shade just like didn't cover the whole... Window. There was no shade. I don't think there was a shade at all. I can't yeah. remember, I but we had to like we had like to like jury rig something yeah. and block it because it's Alaska. It's light even in the middle of the night, right. so we're like we need to get some sleep, but it's very bright in here. Yeah, um, we had like hangers and clips and like anything we could find either in the in the cabin or like stuff we brought with us and just combined, just sort of covered the whole window as yeah. best we could. So we all get in bed. And we're all lying there <laughs> and. So, you know, it's dark, it's quiet, we're all falling asleep. And Josh decides to drive me crazy. Can I tell you what I heard before you tell them what yes. happened? Yeah. Because all I heard, I heard it's like quiet, everyone's trying to go to sleep. All of a sudden, I just hear somebody get smacked really hard. <laughs> so I just hear like, smack! Ow! <laughs> I, I roll over and I'm like, what happened? Okay, so... Come to find out. <laughs> so my side of the story... <laughs> So we're lying in bed, so we're like, you know, uh, like curled up, and I have my head on Josh's shoulder, and so we're trying to fall asleep, and we're, and Josh is just, yeah. That's the thing so. from, it's the, it's, if anybody's seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like the thing that Cameron does in, in that movie where he's just flicking his mouth and making the water drop sound. Yeah. Yeah, so Josh was doing this over and over and over and over, right in my ear, because of course my head is on his shoulder, and my ear is like two inches away from his face. So Katie can hear this. 
but me and Marv, who were in the other bed, could not. And so I'm just like, would you stop? Would you stop? Can you stop? And he just you keeps doing You didn't say it. anything. You didn't say stop. You just hit me. <laughs> no, I'm. this is my inner monologue. Like, why is this happening? Like, I'm trying to go to sleep. What is the need Whoa. for this to be? Why, why are you this doing happening? this? And so finally, I just was just like, smack. And I smacked him on the chest. And he was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. It surprised me. So yeah. Hurt? So Cause... Beanie and Marv across the room are like, what just happened? <laughs> it sounded like it went from dead silence to someone getting slapped. And we we're like, what is happening over there? Like I just unprovoked. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it well sounded like. Him. It just sounded like you unprovoked just slapped <laughs> Josh. And we were like, what is happening? Katie's night terror. She just wakes up and hits me sometimes. <laughs> Slaps people in the middle of the night. Also, for the record, I didn't slap his face. I smacked him on the chest. Mm-hmm. It just sounded very loud yeah, because we're in this like, like big empty cabin and we're up in this loft and it's this big empty space where all the sound is like echoing yeah. around. It sounded so way louder than it, it was. It sounded very, very loud, but I did not actually hit him that loud. So once we finally settled on Josh not making that sound anymore, yeah, then so. we went to sleep for the night. So that was our day. So that was our day. So that was our day. Do we have any mistakes were made for this segment? Is Don't. Today? Provoke your wife. That's a good. That's, a, that's, that's a good s- life lesson. Yeah, solid life advice. Don't provoke your wife. Also, I do remember one thing on the drive here. I think this was the day. It was a pretty long drive, and we had to stop and get gas, but we couldn't find. It was hard to find gas. So it's not mistakes were made as much as advice is just gas up whenever you feel like before you leave like main area. Because yeah. Whenever you're a, near civilization. Yeah. There were a few points where I was worried. Like, if we run out of gas out here, we're pretty fucked. Yeah. I don't think we ever got below like a quarter tank. I think if it even was getting close to like a half tank, we were pretty vigilant about filling up. Well, we also went to like a, where there was supposed to be a gas station and there was just like a gas pump in a house and the gas pump was not. I'm like, how do we pay? And, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember The guy that. came out and had to turn on the gas pump. But I was like... Because it was still bright out. We thought it was four or five o'clock and it was actually like eight or nine o'clock at night and they were already closed and had gone to bed. Yeah. And we're like they lived to... like behind the gas station. Yeah. Also, we're Sorry. like in New England, there's a gas station. You don't want me think about it, but there's a gas station. There's always a, you can always get gas. No matter what time of day it is. Middle yeah, of you night. can do yeah. like an automated oh, yeah. pump and you, know, you don't have hours to go inside. Yeah, most of them are 24 hours, I would say, yeah. Alaska, not so much. Yeah, we've, we've, had, we've given that advice before, but it's a, it's a good idea in any sort of more remote areas. Anytime you see a gas station fill up, even if you don't think you need gas, because you never know when the next one's going to be. So This is yeah, probably as remote point. as it's been for us. Yeah, so that's our life advice. Don't provoke your wife. Yep. Gas up your car. <laughs> Bring blinds with you. Yeah. For next week, we'll be embarking on our next day of adventures. So next week, I'm going to be talking about the day that I had planned for us <laughs> versus what we actually ended up doing, which was very, very different for a number of reasons. So we'll have our planned itinerary to go over with you and then our actual itinerary to go over. Yeah, you get to see all the differences and we'll tell you why. Yeah. So we'll put some pictures up on Instagram for you. Yes, and at Getaway Car Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And until next time, enjoy your ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye. Adios.